Welcome to the Refresh Her podcast. My name is Denise Cunningham, and on this podcast targeted for women, I long to encourage you in your heart, your home, and your life. Let's open the scriptures and be refreshed by the truth from God's Word. We are going through some lessons from the book of Ruth. My husband has a question that he enjoys asking people, and it is, how have you seen God at work in your life today? How about you? How would you answer that question? As we open the book of Ruth, we have seen that God is at work in Naomi's life. Her husband had passed away. Her two sons have passed away. And then she hears that God has answered the need of the people in Bethlehem and provided them with food. And she has a desire to return home. And in our last time together, we talked about how she returned home and that it would take a humbling of her heart. And that she also experienced a, a time of deep sympathy for her daughters-in-law and expressed that to them, how God used her, even though they, are, they had had some real struggles spiritually and personally. Have you ever looked in your rearview mirror and you saw the construction traffic that you had just come out of? Maybe you'd been sitting in traffic for a long time. It was that traffic that maybe you felt like had hindered you from making progress in your journeys. But now it's in your rearview mirror, thank the Lord, and you made it through. Well, that's kind of where we are now in the story of Ruth and Naomi. Naomi has comforted her daughters-in-law in their grief. She's told them to return back to their mothers and Now we see that there is a special work not only going on in Naomi's life, but in Ruth's life as well. We see, first of all, that in Ruth's life that she has a love for Naomi, her mother-in-law. In chapter 1, verse 14, it says that Orpah, this is the other daughter-in-law, kissed her mother-in-law. In In other words, she left her and she was going to go back home to her mother. But Ruth clave unto her. She did more than just feel love for Naomi. She's going to show her love. That's what true love does. It acts. It responds. It does something. And she said in verse 15, uh, Naomi is talking to Ruth. And she said, Behold, thy sister-in-law has gone back unto her people and to her gods. Return thou after thy sister-in-law. And Ruth said, Entreat me not to leave thee, nor to return from following after thee. For whither thou goest, I will go. And where thou lodgest, I will lodge. Thy people shall be my people. And it says, When she saw that she was steadfastly minded to go with her, then she left speaking unto her. So they too went until they came to Bethlehem. I love that part of that verse. They too went until they came to Bethlehem. How is Ruth showing her love for her mother-in-law, Naomi? She says, I'm going to go where you go. I'm going to live with you. Your people are going to be my people. Can't you just see these two women making this journey together? It was a treacherous one. It would take a couple of days for them to get back to Bethlehem. But they're talking 
as they go along the way, they're carrying the little bit of belongings that they each owned, perhaps helping each other across this rugged terrain. I love seeing this. Now, remember, these aren't just two friends. They're related. This is a mother-in-law with her daughter-in-law and a daughter-in-law with her mother-in-law. You know, these kind of relationships have had a pretty rough reputation. I'm not even going to tell the joke, but I have heard a joke about an, a bus going off the side of a cliff with the mother-in-law inside of it. You know, there's such stories like that because there's usually kind of a, an uncomfortable feeling um, response when you talk about relationships with in-laws. But, you know, in this story of Ruth, we get a beautiful picture of what mother-in-laws and daughter-in-law relationships can really look like. Because here we see Naomi caring for Ruth's future. She even prayed that Ruth and Orpah would both find men to marry and to be happy and have rest in their lives. But we also see Ruth caring for Naomi's livelihood. Perhaps she's wondering, if she goes back to Bethlehem, Judah, by herself, how will she take care of herself? How will she provide for herself? You know, we see this story and we think, well, I wish my daughter-in-law would treat me like that. Or the daughter-in-law might say, I wish my mother-in-law would treat me as kindly. But you know what? If more mother-in-laws treated their daughter-in-laws like Naomi treated Ruth, and more daughter-in-laws treated their mother-in-law like Ruth treated Naomi, there could be even, say, some happy family times together. (laughs) We wouldn't dread going to Christmas gathering or to the, the birthday parties. You know, I believe that here we see a really healthy in-law relationship. How does that happen? I think it happens just when you and I, as women, obey our role in the life of a believer. We need to walk under the Holy Spirit's control and demonstrate love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, the fruit of the Spirit, living out the fruit of the Spirit in our family relationships. So let me just ask you a few questions. As a woman, and you ha- if you have a mother-in-law, or if you're a mother-in-law and you have a daughter-in-law, have you spent time with her recently? Have you uh, really allowed her people or her family to be your family? Or do you resent them? Do you make fun of them? Do you accept them and love them because they are a part of your family now? Are you praying for her? Are you praying for your mother-in-law or for your daughter-in-law? Are you speaking kindly to her? Like we hear here in the book of Ruth. Are you speaking kindly about her? Would you say to her face the things that you say behind her back? Oh, that you and I would respond like Ruth. We would respond like Naomi in just living out the life of a believer. Because, you know, we need to respond to one another as sisters in Christ. And if that in-law doesn't know the Lord, then even more so we need to show them the love of Christ. 
And, you know, I really believe that Ruth responded to Naomi because of not only did she love her mother-in-law, but we see that God's work in Ruth's life in that she had a love for God. Because in that famous verse that we often hear at weddings when she says, your people are going to be my people, she also ends it by saying, and your God will be my God. Remember that Ruth was from the land of Moab. These were pagan people. They did not worship the God of the Israelites. They worshiped idols. But now she has turned to Naomi's God. I love this because a lot of women may get to the point where Ruth is, and they may admit that there is a God. They may say God is at work in the world today, or he created the world, but they never get any farther than that. They never make a commitment to Christ. But she goes beyond just saying it with her words. She says, your God is going to be my God. Has there been a point in your life where you said yes to Christ and you have made him your savior? He wants to know you not just as a woman, but he wants you to be his child. And you know, we're not all God's children. Only those who have trusted Christ as their savior become a daughter of God. And that's where Ruth is. She says, yes, Your God is going to be now my God. And so that's how we see that she's able to love Naomi. She's understood the love of God. And she accepts now that God is bringing a huge detour to her life. Ah, the word detour reminds us at the beginning of the book of Ruth, we said that Elimelech took his own detour. But, you know, sometimes God steps in, as he does right here, And he puts up a roadblock and says, we're going to change the course that you're on. Now you're going to follow me. And oh, the journey of walking with God. It's not just being saved from hell, which when we know Christ, we are saved from hell. But it's a relationship, walking with him. And we see how beautifully Ruth is going to live that out. She sees that God is at work in her life. And this is the beginning of barley harvest when she and Naomi get back to Bethlehem, Judah. It's between the months of like April and June. And when they get there, Ruth is going to have to provide for Naomi. And she does that gladly. She goes out into the field of Boaz and she gleans in the field. It says that she came and went and gleaned in the field after the reapers. And her hap was to light on the part of the field belonging unto Boaz, who was of the kindred of Elimelech. Now it says her hap was to light on the field belonging to Boaz. You and I might say, well, it just so happened. But you know what? With God, there are no coincidences. God has so directed her life and he is leading her. He is working in her life to bring her to just the right place where she would meet Boaz. You know, as we obey God, we will understand the blessing of God. Psalm 84, 12 says, O Lord of hosts, blessed is the man that trusts in thee. Psalm 119, verses 1 and 2, blessed are the undefiled in the way who walk in the way of the Lord. 
Blessed are they that keep his testimonies and that seek him with the whole heart. We just continue to watch God at work in Ruth's life and as in, in Naomi's life as well, as they just trust him now that they're back in Bethlehem. Let me just quickly jump ahead to the events that happen. Ruth went to the field of Boaz, and it's God's ordaining that she would work there because it couldn't be just anyone that she would marry. She would have to marry someone who was a relative, a near relative, a kinsman redeemer. And Boaz noticed her in the field that she was working so hard. And then he shows kindness to her with providing food and water for her. And when Ruth gets home, she tells Naomi what had happened that day. And Naomi said, this is a near kinsman. Go back to him the next day and lie at his feet when he is protecting his harvest And in so doing, she was asking Boaz to take her under his wing. And when Boaz learns about her request, he is willing to take her as his wife, but he had to clear it through the man who was the nearer kinsman. Wow. He ends up marrying Ruth, and he provides her with a glorious destiny. We see God at work in Ruth's life all over this story. And you know what? If you look in your rearview mirror today, you should be able to say the same thing. God is at work in my life. If you don't see it, stop and say, Lord, help me to see where you are at work. Or if I'm resisting you, help me to know how to change my course to get into your will and your plan for my life. Give him your needs and ask for his provision. Tell him about your burdens and watch how he will carry your load. And then ask him to provide for your future that is totally unknown to you. Because just like we see here in Bethlehem, God is already in your future, ready to supply and give you a story that only he could write. I hope you'll join us next time as we continue the lessons from the book of Ruth. Be sure to check out the show notes for links that are relatable to the episode that you just heard. Why not share this episode with someone else that you know who needs to be refreshed?